Hello, beloved. This is Angela, and this is another episode of His Beloved Podcast. <laughs> this is Season 7, Episode 4, um, and it's called Don't Give Up. And I just wanted to encourage everyone listening. Um, it's been a pretty hard time, I believe, for everyone um the last couple years I feel like um I've seen a lot more just like a hardship you know like I love social media I think that I know a lot of people are down on it because you know it's a distraction you know you find yourself you know on it sometimes for a long time taking away from your daily life or there's a lot of negativity on there and I get that but I also um think that there's a lot of great things about it it allows you to connect with you know friends from long ago or you know family members that are not nearby that you can just go take a jaunt down the road and see you know you can stay in contact with them like I know my dad's my um, biological dad and my stepfather um they're able to see pictures of their grandkids on there excuse me and so I think it's great for that and it's also great for ministries and churches and people you know in general with you know just accounts that are able to encourage people and reach many more people that they wouldn't be able to reach otherwise without it. So I personally love it. Um, and I've noticed lately that there's a lot of more so than usual. I mean, I always did see it, but I'll see random, I think maybe cause my profile's, um, public now that I see a lot more like stories of, young people running away or people killing their children. Um, I know it's, it's, it's a horrible thing to talk about and I don't mean to be so nonchalant about it, but it's like, there's a lot of news stories that just randomly pop up and like, it's about that kind of stuff. Are people committing suicide or dying randomly or suddenly, you know, And a lot of people talking about depression and anxiety and suicidal or homicidal thoughts and all that stuff. And it's just really sad. It really breaks my heart to see, like, when I see someone's post, you know, saying, like, especially if they're young. If they die and they're young, like, I can't help but wonder, like, was that was it suicide was it like what's going on was it sickness you know because if someone's like in their early 20s I mean obviously definitely it's a possibility that they could have had some kind of terminal illness or sickness but usually you know someone that's in the younger years doesn't pass away from something like that so I can't help but wonder if it was like just hopelessness or you know, depression, maybe drug addiction, overdose, you know, something like that. And I also wonder, like, were they saved? Were they an unbeliever? Like, what was there? And it just breaks my heart because these precious souls, you know, that 
that look so and even in their pictures it's like you can almost see it in their eyes like the sorrow the hopelessness the just the sheer like sadness and it's so it's it's so heartbreaking and so that was just what I was thinking about today and and my prayer was that every person that's going through something like that that they would be that God would just meet them where they're at and like you know I was just praying to God like give them a dream father like go to them I was hearing recently I can't remember somebody oh it was a um a pastor that came our old pastor pastor Mike that came to preach at our church a few weeks ago and that that's what was happening I think over where he was that they would pray that Jesus would come visit them in a dream and it was actually happening and people were getting saved that way um so that's amazing so that's what I was praying today is like you know Jesus come to a dream come in a dream to these people that feel so hopeless that they can at least receive you as their Lord and Savior before they do something drastic like that or just give up you know my hope is obviously that nobody ever gives up and I've been, and that's encouraging for me, this song by Brandon Lake called Don't You Give Up On Me. Um, and it's God talking to us, telling us, don't give up on me. I have so many more blessings for you. Um, so many more things, so many more hopes and dreams and visions and like good things. Don't give up now because we never know, right? Like we may think that everything that we've ever hoped for, dreamed for, the visions, the prophetic words over our lives that God has given us, that we might think that they're never going to happen, or we're just tired of waiting around, like, God, when is it going to happen? I know I experienced that. I just experienced that yesterday, you know, to be real and frank with you. I mean, it happens, and I wish it didn't, and if it doesn't happen to you, then I'm very, very thankful that it does not because it's hard sometimes it gets really hard and I have to encourage myself in the Lord or get my husband to encourage me well he does it naturally like I'll just be like babe why why is this you know and I'll talk to God too and I'll be like God why like when why and it's like I'm using my head too much in it right like I know what what the Bible says I know the word of God is true. I know that the visions and the hopes and the dreams and all these things that God has given me prophetic words, you know, just a hope for our future. You know, one of my favorite verses, Jeremiah 29:11. You know, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, to give you a hope and a future and not to hurt you, not to bring calamity, but prosperity upon your life. And that's I know those things you know, with my spirit, but to renew my mind and my thinking, it's, it's difficult sometimes when you see everything going on in the world, in society, in this nation, you know, day to day, you know, it's like you look around and 
it just seems like everything is crumbling, like financially, you know, physically, it's easy to just want to give up and throw your hands up in there and say, I can't do it anymore. Even though, God, I know that this time is coming where all of my dreams are going to come true. That's taking too long. I can't wait anymore. Just take me now. Take me now. You know, like Paul says, <laughs> Paul says to live is Christ, to die is gain. So sometimes, you know, honestly, I cry out to God and say, you know, to die is gain. Just take me now. I want to be with you, Jesus. That's all I want. I want you, Jesus. And I know he's with me. He's in me. You know, I don't have to die to be with him. But it just seems like it gets so hard day to day that I don't even want to deal with the natural. And like Paul also says, you know, we walk by the spirit, you know. And I want to, that's where I want to hide. I want to hide in the spirit, (laughs) the spirit realm, like not come out into the natural realm, not have to like do the things that daily life requires. Like we're of this, I mean, we're in this world, but not of this world, right? So we have to live in it. We have to drive around in a vehicle. We have to make dinner. We have to clean our house. We have to, you know, do those types of things in the natural. We have to pay our mortgage. We have to, you know, or, you know, bad things happen. You know, if you don't pay your mortgage, obviously that's going to be an issue. But in the spirit, do you have a mortgage? Like, you know, no. (laughs) So that's, that's where I want to go and hide in the little cubby of the spiritual realm. But (laughs) it's not... Anyways, so I'm, I'm, I digress. So yeah, it's just, it's hard. So I just wanted to get on here and encourage everyone to not give up. Because you never know how close you are, right? So if you give up, it could have been two seconds after that that you decide to give up. And I mean, not to be super graphic, but like blow your, blow your brains out. I'm just saying. And then, boom, you could have, like, had every vision and hope and dream five minutes, two seconds after that. But we have been conditioned as a society, especially Western civilization in in the United States of America, to have everything right away. You know, all the conveniences, the fast food, the, the grocery pickup, the whatever, like, everything is now, 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 like, the streaming of TV shows, you don't even have to wait until next week, next week to see the next episode, right, you can just, like, click next episode on the Netflix, (laughs) you know, button on on your remote, so all those things, it makes it easy for us to be like, what, we've waited, you know, three, four, you know, for Abraham, 25 years, you know, for this, this is unacceptable, it just seems so unfathomable, fathomable, you know what I mean, to have to wait any more than two seconds, so, you know, it is ridiculous when you think about it, like, we, but just don't give up, don't give up, and I'm speaking to myself also, I'm encouraging myself in the Lord, I'm encouraging, hopefully, you guys in the Lord, that, it's, it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen, it is already done in the spirit, 
right? It's already there. It's already ours. It's done. And I know a lot of people, and this is my frustration too. It's like, okay, it's done in the spirit, but I don't see it in the natural. And I want those two to come in agreement with one another. So yes, I get that. And I don't understand why, you know, it's not because of anything we're doing wrong. And it's certainly not because anything God's doing wrong. So the only thing that we can do is walk by faith and know, trust that his word is true. You know, because he's not a man that he should lie. He cannot lie. It's like against his nature. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if he's telling us something's going to happen or something's already done or something is going to happen or he's giving you a prophetic word or a vision or a dream, you know, you just have to stand on that. Stand on that no matter how long it takes, no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like. And that's super hard for me, personally. The feelings part. You know, like, it doesn't feel like it's going to happen. Like, I don't feel good. Or, you know, I feel so upset. So, it's, it's the feelings. Feelings are liars. And the thoughts are liars, too. You know, all those thoughts and feelings saying it's never going to happen just give up. It's so much easier to give up and just shoot yourself in the brain and go to heaven and, you know, whatever. But then I think about the people that I do see posts of that are not saved. That's what's so troubling. And I just, I pray. I pray that God will send someone into their life the mo that moment, you know, or reveal himself to them so that like the Holy Spirit can comfort them or they will just feel the love. When you become aware of God's love for you, it only takes a moment to to be like, you know what? Just that feeling of and I know some people understand that feeling. The the immense just like overwhelming, reckless love of God that just washes over you, you know, the Holy Spirit. And I feel like that would change. Well, I know, I know it does. It changes. It's life changing. It's, it's trans, it's just transforms you like our last episode when, you know, my husband was talking about that, how the love of God has transformed his life. And it can do that for every single person. And that's my concern. Every time I see a post like that or hear about somebody that has passed away or going through a hard time. And it just takes like one lost job, one, you know, one thing to go wrong. And like, it seems like it's so easy today to lose everything. Because the landlords or the debtors, it seems like they don't give a rip. I mean, I understand that they have their own families to, you know, take care of and support. Totally get that. But it's like, have a heart, you know? <laughs> like, and I, I don't know. It just, it's so sad. It's so sad, especially during this season of giving and joy that so many people feel 
hopeless and not full of joy and just sorrowful not only because maybe they lost a family member I know that this time of year is hard for things like that and you know because maybe last Christmas you did have that loved one this Christmas you don't or it just reminds you like oh everyone's coming over for Christmas but this person won't be here and that's that's horrible as well but it's just it's sad to think about people that and single moms and families that they just they're just trying to get by you know they're just they're working their butts off for very low rate you know they have to put their kids in child care and they they don't even have enough now like the rent is skyrocketed the grocery prices the gas prices so it's only you know it only takes like a couple weeks to a month you could lose your job and then you could get evicted you could you know obviously you're probably going to miss a car payment because you don't have money to buy food or pay rent and then you lose your car and and then now you're in debt you have bad credit you can't get something else in a in a quick situation so now you and your kids or you and your family are homeless without a vehicle no heat no food and it's just horrible and then everywhere you turn it's like oh no well you need to go go get a job just you know stop being lazy but it's not even about that it's just the horrible economy I mean obviously there's situations where maybe some people don't just don't want to work and you know or or they get an injury that happens a lot too and veterans and just just all this stuff that perpetuates and like snowballs into this big situation where they're in now where they feel hopeless and they don't they don't see a way out and I know that I have a hope that if something were to happen that you know Jesus Christ is my hope he's my provider he's my healer and even if something did happen fatally to me, that I will be in my father's arms in a split second in a blink of an eye, you know, and that my family will be well taken care of because they have their hope in their savior. But how many people out there that are so sad and so depressed or anxious because of all the the stress and the pressure that they're going through that they don't and they don't know Jesus so how much greater is it for them and that's what breaks my heart and yes as a as a pastor's wife like that's my hope is to reach these people in the community and stuff but sometimes it's hard like you're like where do I start you know there's things obviously that we do do um, I just said doo-doo. <laughs> I'm so corny, guys, but you should know that by now. You know what I'm saying? That we do obviously do. It's not that we're doing nothing. And a lot of people can't see that, but that's okay. We don't need to go around and say, oh, we did this. We do that. You know, because we know our reward is God gives us our reward, right? But I want I want to do more, especially when it comes to giving people the good news. So that's one of the reasons why I do have this podcast, and I pray that it reaches, not that it reaches tons of people, so, you know, 
whatever. I want to give God the glory for everything in it, even if it reaches one person and it helps encourage one person. That's what I always say. That's great. That's that's amazing. God dances over one person that gives their life to Jesus and all the angels in heaven rejoice when one person with one salvation you know he leaves the 99 to go after that one person so that's always my prayer but I want to do everything that I can but also I know that God is the one that brings the increase so that's another reason why I love social media because it gives that platform as well that you can encourage others, you can speak life into their life, and you can give the good news. And the good news is the love of God. Um, the Gospels are all about that. And I, I just, that's what I want to do. I want to encourage people, and I pray that if I can't be there to physically pray over them, or pray with them, or, you know, to just to do whatever I can in someone's life that God will send someone else or God will visit them in a dream. But the biggest thing is don't give up. Hold on. I know it seems hard. I know it seems hard, but just continue. If you are a believer, continue speaking the truth. Not what you see with your five senses not what you can feel, taste, you know, any of that stuff. Just continue in faith. Walk by faith, not by sight. Even if it feels like you cannot do it anymore, you can, beloved, you can. I promise you, and God's promises are true. They are definitely going to happen. So just hold on to that. Hold on to his love and get into his presence and his word and thank him. Thank him, thank him, thank him. Like last week when Pastor Alex was talking about thankfulness. Oh, someone's alarm is going off. Um, thankfulness. You know, when we thank God and we praise him for the things that he has given us in our life. And even people that are not believers and don't have Jesus... Just ignore that beep, beep, beep. <laughs> it's not my car. It's someone else's car in the parking lot where I'm sitting. Um, but if we can be thankful for what we do have, even if we're not a believer. Um, I think I posted something like that about an atheist. What an atheist doesn't want to hear. So an atheist cannot, like, they... If they start being thankful for anything, it's like they have to believe that there's someone giving that good thing, right? So, um, if, you know, they have a child and they're like, oh, thank you for this child. Well, who are you thanking, bro? If there's no God, then why are you saying thank you for that child? You know, who gave you that <laughs> child? Someone did, you know, and every, every gift from above is from God. It's from God. Every good thing. Every good thing is from above. So it was just talking about, it was a study um, that atheists, like, they don't like to be thankful for anything. Which, I mean, they're everyone, every person, even the most down and out person, has at least one thing 
one thing that they can be thankful for. So when we give our thankfulness and our gratitude and our praise to God as believers, now I'm switching it over. I like to do that a lot. Sorry, I jump around a lot. But as believers, if we can just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for my children. Thank you that I do have a roof over my head. Thank you that I do have a car to drive. Thank you that I do have food to eat. I do have electricity. I do have running clean water. You know, those things, because a lot of people don't have those things. And we take those things for granted a lot. So if we can just say thank you every morning for one thing, then that can build our faith as well and then take it the next step another level up to say um thank you that your word is true thank you that you never lie thank you that you are my healer and i am healed by your stripes i am healed thank you for sending your son to die for me thank you for loving me even though i am even when i was unlovable You know, thank you for leaving the 99 to come after me. You know, if you just say that, say it out loud, say it to God, say it in your spirit. It's just that will definitely help encourage you in the Lord. And yeah, I would also encourage you to encourage others. So that helps a lot too. I think I've spoken about that. When I feel super down, and I don't just do it to get something in return because that's not what it's about at all. But I know that when I'm feeling super down and and discouraged, I ask the Lord, who do you want me to encourage right now? Who can I help right now in this moment? And he will literally like just give me specific names And it's amazing how it works because he'll give me a person that is either a friend of mine on Facebook and I just Facebook message them or someone I know in real life that I can just text or whatever, shoot them a message saying, you know, you're awesome. I hope you have a great day. God loves you, you know, and in the process of doing that, you also lift your spirits. You encourage yourself in the Lord. Because what does the Bible say? It's more blessed to give than to receive, right? So when we encourage others, we also get that encouragement. Like the Holy Spirit comes and comforts us and encourages us in doing so. And I just think that's amazing. And oftentimes, the person that I encourage, they'll message me back and say, wow, I really needed that right now, today. You know, thank you. That means a lot to me, you know. So it's like God always knows. He knows, obviously, because he knows everything. But, you know, he, he, and it really touches those people's lives. And I've, and I just find that awesome and amazing that, that's another way that we can stay encouraged. But when you feel like giving up, don't. <laughs> Listen to that song. I highly recommend it. You can just go to YouTube and Google. I mean, search Brandon Lake. Don't ever give up. Or don't you give up on me. It's a, an amazing song. Um, but yes, I would like to just say don't give up, guys. It's going to happen.
I can't tell you when. I can't tell you how. (laughs) Don't put God in a box. Because a lot of times our thoughts are like that too. You know, you're like, oh, this is the way it's going to happen. And it totally happens another way that you never would have thought of. And then you look back and you're like, oh, like, you know, God, like a puzzle. He gives you one piece at a time and (laughs) you never see the big picture until it's all put together. And then you're like, oh, I see now. I see. I, I see what you did there, God. And oftentimes it's ironic and funny and because God is, he has a sense of humor for sure. He's a one cool cat. (laughs) At least I think he is. I mean, I have a great time when I spend time in his presence. We laugh. We, And it is. It's fullness of joy. It's fullness of joy. So when we have the reality, that's what I pray for every person listening to this. In the name of Jesus, that you have the reality, the real raw deal of God's love, his pure, unadulterated, enduring, or forever enduring love that just lavishes upon you so that you will not think of it as something else. You will not look at God as someone just far away up in the sky or someone that, you know, only does things when he wants to or you know, if he, if you think that you deserve it or, cause a lot of people see God that way and it's so stinking sad. It makes me so sad that people think of him as a God that, you know, oh, if you do this wrong, you know, or you don't do this, you're not going to get this blessing or this is not going to work out for you. He is not like that at all. And when we truly understand what a loving God he is, what a loving father he is, and that reality becomes a reality to us deep down, it's amazing. That's what is truly transforming. And then when you can get your thought process, (laughs) you get your renewed mind in line with the reality of his love and the truth of his word. That's like, you know, the three musketeers right there. That's like perfect (laughs) unity working together. But, okay, I just wanted to throw that, throw all that stuff out there in one goulash of bouncing around. (laughs) Hopefully it made sense to everyone. But I really want to encourage you, do not give up. Okay, we got to keep holding on, keep fighting the good fight of faith. It's coming. The vision will not delay. Even if it seems like it's going to delay, it will not. Okay, it's coming. So hold tight. All right, I love you. And I, of course, you know, message me on Facebook. Like I always say, my um profiles public angela lopez if you have praise reports prayer requests testimonies anything love to hear all that stuff um just let me know and i will talk at you next week and i love you bye